0: Hello, fellow humans. Welcome to the Art of Human podcast, the podcast dedicated to celebrating humanhood via insightful, unique perspective from human beings of all walks of life. In the hopes to inspire listeners to live a healthier life, I am your host, Sapien. I hope you enjoy. What is up, Xavier? How are you
1: doing? I'm great. Great. How about you, man?
0: I'm doing pretty good like I was just telling you before this and we'll tell the listeners like I, I recorded a podcast just earlier about an hour and a half ago I was on Traveling Perspectives podcast and then just on Monday I recorded a podcast with my friend Jeremiah I upload uploaded that and um yeah but I guess I didn't say this I usually say this but like everybody who's listening welcome to the Art of Human podcast um and yeah, I have a uh, guest, Xavier here, and he's actually the first guest who's come on the podcast, and then has returned for the second podcast episode. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's uh it's really nice to have someone that's already been on just kind of come back on, because it's like we've already kind of vibed before, and then I don't know, we're just gonna keep cultivating cultivating on that kind of you know the relationship that we have at this point, so. Yeah, brother. But um, I know that I made a post on Instagram. I think it was last week, like on Friday or something. And then that's when I put like, "Hey, guys! Like, please, if anybody wants to come on the podcast to oh, voice, yeah. to voice yourself regarding—I mean, really—to voice yourself for anything. But you know, in particular, it's it's because of the the things going on with the the death of George George Floyd and just all the injustices that continues to go on and that has been going on since basically the since this government has come to fruition since you know the the Europeans came over to the United States and then you know invaded the the Indians and then
1: they brought over the slaves
0: when, when is it I mean you probably know better than me when is it that they brought the slaves
1: I truthfully don't remember the years like okay. yeah but all I just know the process of them bringing the slaves over and then how that there's a clear difference in regards to the treatment of how slaves were treated in America in comparison to how they were in Africa, since Africans had slaves too, but the treatment was completely different in comparison to how they were treated in the United States. You know what I'm saying?
0: So then African Americans before the United States was, was developed, they had slaves there as well.
1: Yeah. They had their own system of slavery, but it, there's a clear difference between the treatment of between how they were treated in Africa in comparison to slavery in America. But I don't remember all the complete details, but all I know is in regards to how, like when we were brought, the slaves were brought in America, how they were stripped of their, you know, their culture and all that. It wasn't to that level of degree in Africa.
0: So, so when, when, When we're talking about Africa here, are we saying that African-Americans were slaves in Africa and white people were the masters there, too? No,
1: no. I mean, in regards to own Africans would slave, enslave each other. Oh, really? Yeah. Beforehand, all this. But then there is a level degree of the difference of the treatment between the slaves and the Africans. But truthfully, I don't want to go like completely into it because it's like. I don't remember all the details or everything. So I don't want to put out misinformation, but I know that for certain as well. For you know sure. Well,
0: that's good to know because I personally did not even know about that. And so, yeah, I mean, whoever's listening, you can go ahead and do more research on that. I'm definitely going to do more research on that. But yeah, brother, like I said, like you wanted to voice your opinion. What What's kind of what's that, the immediate thing that you wanted to kind of share with the world or have a conversation about?
1: well I pretty much just want to talk about just us as human beings needing to address the being comfortable with having differences amongst one another because yes there's a clear difference or there's animosity due to the fact of racism being passed down like as a tradition you know from generation to generation and pretty much because of that if you just look at the fact of with whites themselves where there's already a difference in treatment between people who are upper class and lower class then obviously there will already be a level of a difference between skin color alone because since we get caught up on the superficial so much rather than looking deep into seeing like what that person actually is if you know what i'm saying yeah so it's really just the fact of if we're not able to come like Say for example like the stupid petty arguments that we all get into like just because somebody doesn't agree with us if we're not able to agree to disagree then literally how do we really expect from not allowing something like race to really distort us being able to connect with one another as human beings.
0: Yeah and I so I think I heard hopefully I heard your point right earlier but you were saying that just in general there's already a lot of Like, people already have trouble getting along. So then when you add something superficial, like race, color, sexual orientation, color creed, like, it just makes the situation, like, it's just, like, it's just, like, it's at such a superficial level where it's, like, you're not even judging someone or criticizing someone based off of anything that they do or say. It's, like, oh, your skin color is this. And so there's, like, this huge stigma, like, without even considering, like... Anything about the person.
1: Exactly.
0: So, yeah, man, it's very strange because, like, I was watching a documentary. I've been trying to educate myself these last few days because I've said it. I said it on the podcast on Monday, but I personally, like, have not really gone through too much racism because I know Mexicans go through racism as well. And yeah. really, any race goes through racism. racism. I mean, even white people. Exactly. Every, every, everybody goes through racism. Yep. But of course, black people, African-American people have gotten the most racism, but then not only just racism, but then the laws and just the actual treatment of people just on the regular, it's it's obviously the most, it's the worst on black people. And um, yeah, man, it's an interesting thing, but I think just constantly talking about it and just like instilling this thing into people's brain, like, learn the history, like get educated, watch the documentaries. Like, cause it's like, like I and myself and like a lot of my friends, like, you know, we're not racist. We don't, we don't care about what skin color you are, this and that. Yeah. But even though like we're not racist and even though maybe we don't see racism on the daily basis, like it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be really educated on it because it is happening, whether we see it or not. not. And I think when you're not even aware of it, Like, when you're not conscious of the history and all that, like, maybe there's something racist going on, but you don't even catch it because you're just so ignorant. So do you have any, like, particular, like, stories or things in particular that have happened to you that were, like, obviously racist?
1: I'll go through, like, different examples. So one example that comes to my mind when I'm little and I'm hearing the fact of, One of my family members was put in handcuffs because he was accused of stealing a hat. It was specifically a FUBU hat. So they accused him of stealing a FUBU hat from Macy's, I believe. And he was when he was at a mall. And then the whole time, because that family member was with his friend, he was telling him, no, he bought it. And then that's the same thing that my family member was saying. Like, no, he he bought the hat. I, I mean, I bought the hat. I bought the hat. And he's trying to show him the fact that he got the receipt. I believe if I remember right, because it's so long ago that his friend pulled out the receipt from my family member's pocket and showed it to him. Look, he bought the hat. And they weren't listening to him or nothing like that. And that's me hearing that as a little kid. I'm like, really? Like, why didn't you like get an understanding to see if he actually stole the hat or actually listen to see if you know what I'm saying? Like if he actually bought it or not. And that was when i'm still coming into the world and learning everything like whoa like what's what's going on you know what i'm saying and then i could just go into another example where it involves me and i was with like a friend so pretty much this is what it was my friend came to my house and pretty much he parked right by my house i came out as soon as i knew that he came to my house and then i got in my car And then I went and got him and then uh, I wanted to go get something to eat. So that's why I got out of my house and I did that. And then when I got him, there was like a police officer right across the street from us. And my homie was like, oh, dang, man. Like, I don't know. Just feeling like nervous because he's black also, too. Mm -hmm. So pretty much he was on to something because we ended up getting pulled over. And then he thought my friend who was driving like a Corvette or something like that at the time being, he thought like he stole that car and just parked it literally right by my house. But it was like him parking it in a random neighborhood just to abandon it. And I came and picked him up and I'm like. No, officer. I live right there where he parked his car at. I have my ID. My ID has my address on it. It's right there where he parked the car at. Mm -hmm. And he looked at the ID and he was like, you know, still like, you know, still questioning us and harassing us. Like, he didn't believe me. It's like, dude, I gave you my ID. It has my address on there. Like, what else do you want me to say? And then, so he just had my identification at the time being, and then he asked for my friends, and then my friend who was in the military, he had his military ID, he's like, oh, is it cool if I give you my military ID? And then after that, everything just changed, Mm. and it was just like, wow, yo, like, are you fucking kidding me? It took... My friend to mention the fact that he's in the military, though, I had my ID given to you with my address on it. <laughs> like, how is that possible? Yeah. Like, what? And that was when I was already, like, past 18. So it was like, I already knew at that point because I already had experience prior to that. But, and then I just wanted, and then another one that was kind of funny, like on some Dave Chappelle shit. But of course, this shit ain't funny. <laughs> yeah. This shit ain't funny. But regardless, pretty much. My cousin, because we went out to eat, I believe it was for somebody's birthday at Victoria Gardens. And then my cousin, this is when I was like 15. And my cousin, he's like a six foot dude, you know. And uh, he was like, he he bumped me and he was like, yo, watch this. Because this is when we already ate and we're already leaving, walking to the car. And he was like, yo, watch this. And then I was like, all right. And then he walked by a woman who happened to be white. And then when he walked by her, her purse was on his side. And she saw him and she moved her purse to the other side of her body, of her person. And it's like, dude, my cousin hasn't done no crimes or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just all of that I see. And then it's like, if we continue to have the blinders on, then how are we going to even be able to address the issues? Because if we're not able to be comfortable with, just being different from somebody else and that comes down to the fact of like you know like people thinking like other people are weird just because they don't go along with the mainstream stuff or have that group think mentality it's like yo like if we're ostracizing people because of that then how are we gonna get past something like race
0: yeah damn dude that's uh i'm really sorry that you had that you have to have I'm trying to say I'm sorry that you've had to go through stuff like that you know because I, I can tell you right now like I've never had to go through something like that and and it really it it really I feel for that because I mean you're honestly one of the you know I've, you know when we do these podcast things like it really it really kind of gets an intimate conversation going and like you telling me about this story like you know it really resonates with me right now and i know and i've been watching these documentaries and stuff like i'm telling you and and i'm hearing the voices and stuff and it it really it really touches me and which is why i want to continue advocating but it's crazy because basically in all three stories like it's basically it's you know they're being prejudiced like they're making these judgments based off of basically nothing but the fact that you're black like nothing exactly. there's nothing else like you your, you said your uncle as was at the store when he the fubu hat?
1: Oh, it was a family member. Yeah, yeah well yeah, like
0: yeah. he he literally what? Like did he try to like he didn't do anything to make it seem like he was stealing it.
1: Nah, it's just he he bought the hat and then I believe it's so long ago I yeah, believe yeah. he was just walking out with it. I think he put it on or whatever, but he already bought the hat, so you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay,
0: so he put it on maybe as he was walking out so he, or like yeah. something like I guess a little different but it's like still like hey let me see your receipt like that's it yeah like it's so simple to to get clarification on that situation and then with your friend, i didn't want to interrupt you while you were talking but i kind of want to go through each one of the situations like then your friend so just to confirm your friend came over And then you said, all right, like, I want to go get food. Yeah. So then he parked his nice Corvette car outside of your house. Yeah. You both got into your car, which is a different car. Yes. And then you took off. The officer saw all that happen. Yes. And then he basically just automatically assumed that that colored guy. There's no way he could have that nice of a car. Yeah. So he he must have stolen it and he must have left it there. Then his other friend said, let's take off. Yeah. So basically abandon the car and hopefully not. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And how, when was that? Like, what, what year was
1: that? That was, like, 2011, 2012. And you were, like, 18 or how? Uh, I was, like, 21, 22. At yeah, time like, being. 21, 2010,
0: 2011? Yeah. Dude, that's, like, that's not that long ago. And then, and then with your aunt, like, dude, those, like, something like that, like, the last example you gave, or not the example, but the last story you gave. With your cousin going by and, like, just being, like, oh, watch. And then, like, you already knew it was going to happen. Like, stuff like that. Like, I've already been kind of aware of that. Because definitely, like, even just, I think almost anybody could say, like, I think a, a colored person definitely does kind of have, like, a lot of people sometimes have that that thought process. They're like, oh, they're going to do something bad. Like, you know? Yeah. like i don't know but it's like anybody can do something bad like you know it's obviously not it's just i think the i think the media has to play a huge variable yes because think about it the only reason people have these associations the only reason it's so deep into the subconscious obviously because the generations have been instilling this racism but then the other part is like the media the media has to be doing it so i guess that's another good point to like talk about is like the influence that the media has on the general public
1: yeah the media itself like you just said like you pretty much just broke it down like all this racism being instilled and disseminated amongst us and it's to the point where i can admit like me being a black person you know i was like have lighter skin and i grew up different in regards to you know having like a more like intellectual background amongst my family so i'm already at odds with that with my own people it's kind of like that song uh by earl uh
0: Earl sweatshirt
1: uh, yeah Earl sweatshirt uh i forgot the pendulum moving uh brush the dirt off off my psyche i, I can't remember the, the what the song is called but he was like two too white for the black kids and two black for the whites you know what I'm saying? So mm. that level of media d- disseminating amongst my own people itself, because it's like you're talking intellectually and I'm a black person. Oh, why are you speaking? All- why are you all whitewashed for? And it's like, mm. dude, you know what I'm saying? So, And that's another aspect of things that I don't really feel like is addressed enough because if we get caught up like, oh, we got to be pimps, or we got to be dope dealers, or we got to be Mr. Smooth with it, like, hey, baby, what's up, man, you know, you want to go out and do a little bit thing, and you want to give me some money within the process, because I'm sure as hell not about to pay for shit for you, Friday. you yeah. know what I'm saying, like, I mean, like, yeah. I mean I, it's like shit, like, why the fuck we got to show, like, oh, we're so fucking cool, you know what I'm saying, like, so cool, we got all this style and shit like that, like, That's good for us in regards to the fact that we're able to make new trends and basically make something lucrative, you know what I'm saying? Just Mm -hmm. because since we're setting the trends, but at the same time, if we don't think, oh, we could be intellectual and stuff like that, when a person like M. Hotep, who's the father of the medicine practices that we know today from, you know, Africa, not seeing the fact that a lot of things that we did within africa itself in regards to all the different sciences that we discovered and shit like that or just being caught on the fact that we can't be like that then it's just it's just gonna set us backwards rather, rather than setting us forward saying it's okay to get an education it's okay to talk you know more intellectual not to be braggadocious or wanting to put other people down is just the fact of you know i'm just well read in my stuff i just speak how i want to speak like and i'm not saying we gotta be like this all the time because there's times where i'm just like talking in that manner or i'm just like fuck that shit you know what i'm saying like we're all human beings we have all these different aspects but to say oh we shouldn't be studying or reading or bettering our minds to become better people then that's not gonna really help us at the end of the day at all
0: yeah so that's actually i like the fact that you highlighted that because i actually didn't think about that but there's even discrimination between one black like some black people and other black people because of them supposedly acting like a white person yeah and that's obviously that doesn't make sense
1: (laughs) exactly and it's 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 counterproductive it it, it just it defeats the whole purpose like how you gonna be like oh yeah i'm with my fellow black people but then like oh he he talks smart like no nah, that's that's not right you ain't supposed to do that or you're not supposed to wear that or before you ain't supposed to be in rock it's like motherfucker you know little richard chuck and all the motherfuckers like they were part of the whole reason why we got rock and roll in the first place or, or you know what i'm saying it's just all of that just disseminated from the media itself. And then for uh, us as black people, just continually portraying those stereotypes.
0: Mm-hmm. And what do you, what do you think about all the, um, the, how do you call it? Damn, I, I'm blanking out right now. The people that are outside, all pro, oh, protesters. Yeah. What do you, how do you feel about the protesting and, and things of that sort? I know and I know that there's looting, but from my understanding, the the looting is there's really a lot more peaceful protesters than there is any looters. Really? How do you how do you feel about just the whole situation?
1: Well, I like to say pretty much probably what nobody want to hear, but I'm gonna say it anyway, my boy. <laughs> pretty much for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Life isn't fair, so I'm not the one to say okay just because george floyd died like this and you know what i'm saying everybody saw it that means okay there has to be looting rioting things burning down all of that just like oh you know for uh them taking their life uh the police taking his life like that like you know that's that's not fair within itself like why it had to be him you know what i'm saying like all how everything is set up to be and how the whole reaction is is just it is what it is at the end of the day if the police is being bad, you can't expect people to be, uh, good. Like, you know what I'm saying? One Mm -hmm. perspective, but you know, and then another thing too is like when we have years and years of years of dealing with oppression and just being pissed the fuck off, then of course. And then, but at the same time though, however, the, I guess you could say how many people that actually pissed off doing that shit. I'm, I don't really think it compares to the people that are just taking it like as an opportunity just to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, because of the fact of, you know, it's black lives matters movement or just a, a black matter in general. And it's easier to do that shit and to, to distort the views just because it's black people and are viewed as animals and shit like that too. So those, both of those perspectives I really feel. And like I said, life isn't fair for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction to say, this is the necessary reaction. Like it has to be like this. Like I, I don't make the rules up in regards to that or have a view of, okay, this is how it's going to be like. And you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. cause it has to be like this It's like, no, nah, like it's just like this as far as I know, because it's just like this after just seeing this shit for so fucking long, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's, it's really hard for me to say, but uh, it, let me know. Did you kind of get what I was going for?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, are you pretty much saying like you're? I mean, I, obviously, I heard you say quite a few times like it is what it is. Yeah, and I feel like when you say that, it kind of goes down to that Taoism, right? Yeah. Like the whole China farmer story. Like, is it good or bad? Like, I don't know. Like, it's it's the universe is so big; it's hard to tell whether what's gonna actually benefit or not. Yeah. But yeah. but I do think that that it's true. Like you mentioned, like you know, if cops are doing like. If they're causing, if they're being brutal and stuff, like, I mean, like, there, are more than likely it's going to be anger. Like, they, I mean, it's just part of a human nature that people are going to get upset with inequality. Yes. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think the whole looting thing is like a, it's something that's definitely got people's attention. I think, I think to a certain degree, the media has been captivating on that Yeah. just to kind of diminish the value of the actual movement. And diminish the value of the peaceful protesters that's because i i think there really is about probably 80 percent of the people are just out there to be peaceful and yes even some of those peaceful protesters are kind of pushing the boundaries like maybe staying past curfew but it's only to prove a point yeah right like they're not there to like actually try to hurt the cops physically of course there are people that are there to do that yeah but like i said i, I do think that's that's a smaller fraction and when you consider that I mean just in general there's going to be adolescents there's going to be really young people these people aren't even you know their conscious mind isn't even fully developed and then the other thing I was just mentioning to my cousin we're just talking about this tonight it might have been last night I was saying how like you know me and you like you said you kind of came from a more intellectual background and you know, I'm also fortunate to have come from a background where my parents were open-minded, my parents were not racist, and, you know, I I have gotten love from my parents and, you know, have gone through our struggles, but, but overall, I know I've been very fortunate with the kind of deck that I was handed when I was born, and so, like, me and you have the capacity to kind of see things objectively, but certain, like, some people were not given the same deck of hands at birth, and so, like, they didn't have the same maybe pretty decent parents that we have they didn't have like i don't know like i grew up in the same household for 18 years there's a lot of people that are just jumping around there's a lot of people yeah. surrounded by drugs there's a lot of people you know maybe not getting proper education like proper nutrition proper rest like there's so many different variables i'm saying like even if there are people angry like it's just because they don't know how to control their emotions yet yeah. but i'm saying it's completely understandable when you consider the context of their life, like if you see it from only your perspective, you've lived a a fortunate life, you've had good parents, et cetera, et cetera. Then of course you're just going to see that, oh, it's just some stupid kids looting or some dumb people looting, like how, how, how rude of them, like they're affecting the businesses. Like, and like, it's like, yes, like inherently, like it's not necessarily a good thing that they're looting, but it's like when you take into perspective and the, like possibly the context of the situation, you at least kind of you, you kind of feel for it you're not just speaking from your own shoes you kind of put yourself in their their shoes Choose. like that's what I'm saying man it's it's hard to ever really try to judge something like yeah you know
1: exactly because it's like who was to say like oh yeah George Floyd had to die or oh, people have to loot because of his death or you know what I'm saying like yeah. there's nothing that says like oh like that had to happen or yeah. just because of this happened people have to respond like this like just you know what I'm saying, because even so, of them responding like that, I was seeing on like different news outlets, like some like black officers being hurt and shot, one of them killed. So, at the end of the day, it's just like it's bad on all fronts. The fact that we even have to address this in the first place, and then it's just showing where it all leads to, regardless of what we believe should happen. Like, of course, should be completely peaceful, and then everybody can go home, and then you know. Wake up the next day, protest some more. And then, yeah, nobody's getting killed or, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. hurt or anything like that. But that's not how life works. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, man.
0: I think, I think the big thing is, and this is my opinion, I think this is probably what's really going to make the biggest change is that I genuinely think that there's a lot, a lot, a lot of people with a really good heart. But sometimes people don't advocate or they don't believe that what they're going to do is actually going to have an influence Yeah. so then they don't do it and i think and i'm i'm also guilty of it because i think obviously it comes to just advocating for for the change which i think it's i think people are doing a phenomenal job right now because you can go on your social media page and basically everyone's talking about what's going on and how to support the cause and all that but then i also think like it comes down to like voting right like voting for legislation and like Cause I know so many people that have told me like, oh yeah, I, I don't go and vote because I just know the system's rigged and like, the government's always gonna function the way it is. But then when you look at the statistics, like no, none of us are voting. So it's yeah. like obviously there's not gonna be a change because no one's ever voting. Yeah. It's not. It's not like we're all voting and then we're constantly losing. It's like no one's voting and we're constantly losing. But that's that's what we, we should expect. Yeah. 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 And so. Yeah, I mean, we just have to... And I'm. that's why I was telling someone earlier, like, obviously, I know that the situation is like, you know, it's it's a negative situation, but I, I, I'm glad that there's so many people um, out there on the streets protesting because it's making everybody aware of the situation. Yes. And I think after this, like, undoubtedly, this is going to be a time in history that always is going to resonate in people's minds. And I think i'm seeing a lot of accountability right now a lot of people hitting up other people like and things of that sort and like i think hopefully what i would hope and what i'm going to put in the effort myself is to like actually go vote like like hey you know what like i'm voting like it's not a question yeah and you know you live in a household with other people hey did you vote did you vote like just doing that kind of accountability because then like you know i think Obviously, I I think Obama put out, like, his his long old message. He put a long little message that he wrote up, like, a blog post. And I read it up, and it was, like, yeah, he was saying how it's a a combination. It's a combination of, yes, protesting and doing those things. But then also, like, hey, like, we need to start voting. Because at the end of the day, like, we can want so much change. But, like, really the big change is going to come from us voting. Yeah, right. Because I mean, it's, other it's part of it. Yeah, if if it's part if of it. if nobody decides to vote, then the only way we're actually gonna change is if we just keep going like through this like physical way of just like fighting the government. Yeah, and, like, and that's gonna probably gonna be a lot of death and a lot of violence. Yeah, possibly. I don't know.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's part of it. Voting is part of it voting and the most important thing i feel Mm -hmm. is the fact of dealing with uh ourselves as human beings meaning becoming comfortable with different point of views perspectives uh, different ways of living lifestyles uh how the person looks if they look particularly a certain type of way or and just becoming comfortable with who we are as individuals and being able to say like oh it's okay if this person doesn't look like me or represents my same values and stuff like that because they're not out here hurting people or you know burning down a place or something like that like yeah they're you know they're cool you know and then the people that do that type of stuff then okay we have a reason to not really happen to like that person but yeah in order for a true revolution to happen it's like people got to start caring about stuff like this and wanting to put in the time to wanting to better their community because yes voting is one thing so we can put better people within office and then but it really helped if even those people in the office would want to do something too about themselves and their habits and stuff like that because regardless of what system that we have as long as there's somebody behind it or running it that's all messed up in the mind or you know or racist or doesn't care for poor people or rich people whatever it may be like there's that level of hate that they're supporting or suffocating us as individuals through the bills that they enact or whatever that they do with their position of power then it doesn't matter because we can put all these things in place. But if the person's there, that well, he's one of them motherfuckers. You know all them motherfuckers where it's like, damn, nigga, every time I bring your ass out here, you always fucking it up for the rest of us. <laughs> you keep dealing with them motherfuckers. Them going to continue to fuck it up. And they're going to continue to attempt to basically bend America itself just because it benefits themselves.
0: Mm-hmm yeah i i I like that point that you made and that's kind of what we talked about on monday on the podcast like about about the subconscious mind we started talking about just like the culture that we live in like you know it really comes down to like an individual basis because you know like in order to see a big change like people have to look within themselves and actually get some type of emotional investment into the situation because like you know like we all know like if you don't have any type of emotion for something you're not gonna do it yeah like i don't know like you're not gonna eat food that you just don't like at all you're not gonna like you're not gonna do things that there's no pleasure or like any type of emotion for so it's like really just looking at yourself from the inside and then like i think at some point in time like if you really look deep inside like i think someone put a post recently on instagram but it was something like how something like compassion is intrinsic and then it said anger is external or something like or anger is instilled or anger is a behavior like yes it's a behavior that's put inside of you but like like basically what it was saying is that like everyone has compassion inside of them and i think when you really kind of like go through your spiritual journey by like facing your fears and just practicing being kind and being kind to yourself, and really kind of challenging those, those, um, those judgmental thoughts that you have about people, um, I think you come to the understanding that like real happiness comes from actually being kind to yourself and other people. Yes. Like, cause, dude, there's no way that racist people are like genuinely, genuinely happy. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they get a thrill out of what they do. Like, obviously, because they. I don't think they'd keep doing it but there's no way they have like i don't know bro i mean i can't even imagine to put myself in the shoes like that but like i'm in a place right now where i'm being very compassionate and i'm being kind and I, it feels different like it feels so different like you know someone who's racist they're like a bully right and yeah. like if if you're a bully you're doing these mean things because you have insecurities and so, like I said, like, I'm sure these racist people sure get a kick out of things, like, in the moment. But, dude, there's no way that that they feel, like, really life-fulfilled. Like, I don't know, bro. I mean, who knows, like, humans are so complex. But True that. I really feel like 99% of us, like, have compassion in our heart. And sometimes it's just, it's just the, our subconscious is just, it's just got so much shit in it right like we were talking earlier how you were telling me about your routine you know but you know if you have a lot of negativity in your subconscious like that's just what's always going to come out yep and so like i really also do think that it comes down to that level of of just like self-discovery and um yeah it's a weird thing everybody has a different path yeah everybody has a different path i don't know how you're gonna make the emotional connection for this but i'm sure all majority of us have a like some colored friends and just maybe i don't know just think about your friend being a colored person and then just think to yourself like man like my friends are going through shit and then like build the build the emotion by thinking about your friends like think like and then doing stuff like what i'm doing right now like talking to you and hearing about your story that the three stories that you told me the three incidents that you've had and I'm sure you've had more and you know I talked to my other friend she's African American she's telling me about the things that she dealt with growing up and like talking to people like you guys like in person and like people that I know that's what really like penetrates me the most like that's what hits my emotion so yeah i guess yeah, i just i just concept i just made that epiphany like if you want to build emotion for this go talk to your Colored friend, people just go talk to people and ask them about their experiences. Yeah. Hey, have you had a racist experience? Can I know about it? I really want to know about it because I I haven't had that experience myself. And then when you hear that story, you kind of get that sentimental thing. Like I was telling you earlier, when you just told me that story, you know. Yes. You know, I felt that shit. So. Yeah, Yeah, man. I think I think that's the way to go.
1: Yeah, and I like the point that you mentioned the fact of it being like like being racist you would think it'd be kind of being like being a bully like i'm gonna put you down just Mm -hmm. because of the fact of you're different you have you have darker skin or even at other times you know i hear other uh vice versa like oh yeah white skin you're you're lame you're not cool or what y'all i'm saying Mm -hmm. or just just racist part um racist shit on both fronts Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day it's like why does anybody say anything like that in the first place Mm -hmm. and i would think just like you like to put them down and to make themselves feel better because it's like it's perfect thank you for actually mentioning this oh hell yeah okay (laughs) do you remember that episode in uh fairly odd parents you ever watch fairly odd parents i used to yeah yeah do you remember that episode with uh When Timmy was dealing with these two dudes, I forgot their names. I don't know their names, but uh, pretty much like they thought that they were superior to him just because Mm -hmm. of how they were. You know, typical ego shit like I'm better than you because of this, this and that. So Timmy was like, all right, like I wish the whole world to look the same, like everybody looks the same and stuff like that. And he ran into those two dudes again, and they still thought he was they. They still thought they were better than him, and it's like what? Like he was like, yeah, I look a bit better than you. It was like, dude, we all look the same. So that's what I was going back to my point earlier. Like that's what I was saying. Like if we can't get over the fact that that ego of wanting to assure ourselves are better than somebody else just mm. because we got this or that or we look like this, and they look like that, then how are we going to be able to address something as huge and lofty like racism?
0: Damn. That's a good point. It, it comes down to the ego, then. Like, just wanting to, for whatever reason, just think that you're better than somebody else. Yeah. And it's true. Like Like you just said, like, I mean, in that episode, like, and just like you mentioned earlier, like you being a black person, other people were telling other black people were telling you like why are you acting all intellectual. Like it goes to that thing. It's like even if you are the same skin color, like people still find a way to, to I don't know to to kind of bully and stuff like that. And I think again, like and I think on this podcast, like the the thing I like to emphasize on is like the fundamental kind of things, like because we can talk about all this stuff, and I and I honestly some of this like racism stuff I do feel and like these injustices like it gets kind of complicated there's like you know people can argue both sides and all that but I feel like ultimately you can't argue with the idea that we have a conscious mind we have a subconscious mind yeah we have mental health yep and I think mental health it's such a like it's such a thing that I don't think actually has enough like awareness to it like you know like look at like like you know like look at the Dalai Lama you know look at like Buddhist monks like they meditate and they believe in like the afterlife because they believe so much in like their mental state and like you hear the Dalai Lama talk I've been watching a lot of videos on him and it's all about like like everything coming from within you know and like i haven't looked too much into buddhism but like he was saying something about like you can look at something and like because one girl had asked the dalai lama like oh like where does like fear and like anxiety come from and he was saying how like it's because people look at things in the world and they like see it for like like i don't know they get like all this emotion from it yeah but without realizing that like everything is kind of like it just is something like it just is what it is but then everybody associates everything with like a specific emotion Hmm. that then like everything has like control of you kind of in a way because it 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 makes you feel a certain way and so that then now it, it controls you in a way and so like the Dalai Lama was saying like you know when you realize that like everything just is then a lot of that negativity, a lot of that anxiety kind of goes away. Yeah. And it, I can agree with that because it's like, think about it, when you're really scared about something, you're like, why the fuck am I so scared? Like, does sh- any of this shit really matter? And then you kind of just go about it and like, oh shit, like, it's not scared. Like, it's all that scary shit, like, it's on your head. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, yeah, I think the the mind is like ridiculously crazy. Like, in, And the thing was, even before, like, these last six months that I've really been, like, doing the things that I'm doing and just, like, meditating, you know, working on having good posture and, like, breathing and just being, like, challenging my fears and, like, really, like, reflecting on, like, why the fuck do I feel bad about that? And then I'd, like, question, 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 and then it gets to the point where it's just, like, oh, you're insecure that this person might think that, like, you're doing something bad, but then you ask yourself, am I doing something bad? And you're, like, no. And then, and then that's it. Like you, you, you get to the logical thought that it's like, there's no purpose in feeling bad about it. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so-and-so didn't reply. And then you're worried like, oh, fuck, she didn't reply. But why are you worried about it? You're worried about it because you're thinking that if she didn't reply, oh, that means she doesn't like me. Oh, that means like, oh, I must have done something wrong. But then like, then you get to the simple fact, like, no, like you were just being yourself and then like things didn't work out. She didn't reply he she didn't reply and then like you get to the realization that it's just an insecurity about yourself like yes. that's the only reason you feel bad about it yeah like once you feel secure about yourself like ah, it doesn't like yeah it doesn't matter if this person doesn't respond it doesn't matter
1: yeah because c- you're comfortable it's like another thing too that i started getting used to myself is being comfortable with how life is itself, like, some people will respond back, others won't. Mm-hmm. They won't think you're as important as you think you are to them, mm-hmm. but you should be important enough to yourself to be like, that's alright, that's fine, and mm-hmm. not allowing my whole self as a person to be based upon how a person reacts to you. Exactly. You, you leave yourself based exactly. on that, you're gonna drive yourself so crazy. Yeah. Like, I ain't trying to do that. Yeah, I don't know about everybody else, but me, no. Yeah. And, like, once you get to that point where you think those thoughts and then you are like, ah, eh, like literally, like you said, like, hey, it's okay. It's okay. Like it is what it is and move on with your day and still like go about your business. Then you're able to be fine with whatever comes your way nearly. Of course, you're still going to have those moments. You're always going to have those mm-hmm. doubts, but it's about how you address those doubts. Mm-hmm. It's about how you address that feeling we're going to feel like some type of way over something so insignificant. It's like, why the fuck do I give a fuck about this? Yeah. But still, we're human beings. That's Mm -hmm. the reason why you happen to develop attachment to something that you know is really fucking retarded. But it's better (laughs) to tell yourself, okay, I know this shit is stupid as shit, but this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. And then you're able to break down that feeling and allow it to be because then if you make it, like, you're trying to deny it, mm-hmm. then it's going to make you react in some type of way, and it might come out in a way where you might not really like.
0: Yeah, or you might just start, like, pushing your emotions down. Um, yeah. And then just be like, oh, I shouldn't feel this way, so fuck that shit. Like, yeah. And then you just, like, hold that shit in, but then now you're holding
1: on to all this weight inside of you. Exactly. And then you're just going to allow it to all come out eventually. eventually. So you might, as, you might as well just get it over with right now, because... Mm-hmm on the journey of finding s- about finding more stuff about yourself and how you are, you're gonna realize that, damn, like, I got some fucked up shit here, but <laughs> at the same time though, it's like, we're human, so we're gonna have something good about us and things that are bad about us. Mm-hmm. So, if you try to fake it like there's nothing bad about you, then, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, that's not real. No, that, That's not real. Just like to say, like, oh, like, it's not, um, it's not okay for a man to feel emotions and shit like that. Like, nah, we're feeling emotions all the fucking time. It's just all about how you address them. And that's why, going to your point, bridging this, is the fact of mental health. Like, I literally feel like every fucking school should have a class um, in regards health, to right? mental health. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if people are caught on and wanting to distract themselves from themselves of how they feel like rather than having some tools to be like okay i see you motherfucker i know you there in my head i know you try to fuck with me you thought you got me this time but you did motherfucker (laughs) you know what i'm saying like if you don't have nothing like that then of course you're just gonna continually attract all of that madness rather than being like you know what this is what i'm seeing right now I'm going to do my best to fix it. And whatever I get is whatever I get. Because it's better to fight for a better tomorrow rather than just being drowning in all of your sorrows.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. And I, I, like you said, like, I think they should do this shit in school. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I've already said this a couple of times. And I've and I've thought about it in my mind. And hopefully in the future, I'll hope to, like, push for something like this. But I think, like, like, growing up, like elementary middle school high school i think there should be like a a spiritual class There should be like a like a mental health class like dude teach me about the subconscious teach me about the conscious mind teach me like help me differentiate between the two like um like let's get a class that teaches you how to have good mechanics like this is how you should pick something up up pick up something off the ground like you shouldn't have your spine being completely curved um Every day, like, when you're sit like, maybe during class time, okay, every 20 minutes, let's get up and shake off our legs. Like, people don't realize how much, like, how much, how, like, it's really bad for your body to, like, constantly be sitting for so many hours. And then, especially when you get to high school and you're there pretty much from 7 to 2 or 3. Yeah. Like, do you know how many hours you're spending sitting down? Like, that's really bad. Like, you're compressing your all your muscles. You're shortening your hamstring, your hip flexors. You're smashing down your glutes. Like, I know i don't talk about this on the podcast like as much but you know like part of fixing your mental is fixing your physical like it's all this like everything's combined so like you know like i know a lot of people who like are really creative and really they express themselves really well but like if they're missing that physical like they're still i don't think they'll reach their full potential in a way like i feel like you need to address both ends like and then you might have someone Whose mental health is really bad, who who's like has really good physical, but then their mental health is bad. Their physical potential is never gonna be the best. Like it's like, it it, it all works together. Like if your if your mental health isn't getting better, and you're not good with your physical health, like just start fixing the physical health maybe, and then the mental health will start bettering with it. Like vice versa. Yeah. Like you start to correct one, the other one's gonna start to get better too naturally. But I think our education system needs to start having an emphasis on this, like teaching people like how to have good mechanics. Like I said, it's it's pretty basic stuff. And like, I know when people join sports and they they do hit the weight room and stuff like that, like I know that certain coaches, like they, they know good like things, like certain cues to like help people have good form. But I don't think there's like enough awareness on it or I don't think it's addressed enough. And it's really like pretty simple stuff. And if we were to start the education from, like, a really young age, then, like, people would never even get bad, like, that bad to begin with. Like, think about it. If they, were, if they were to have a class on mental health and, like, physical health, like, from elementary school, like, we probably would avoid a lot of the, like, a lot of the issues that come up later on down the road. Like, I know I'm I'm just some dude talking. Like, I know there's, like, finances involved and there's probably legislation that would have to go through. And I don't know, maybe there's a lot of corruption in the government that prevents these kind of, fu- like, the funding to go towards something more sentimental or more, like, you know, deep like that. Because, you know, cause there's a lot of, you know, money is just such a mot- motive in this country. Yes, I is. think that's really why the spiritual and the physical aspect is so overlooked is because people are just consciously thinking about the money. Money, money And when you're money. just thinking about money, you forget about all the little things. Yeah. Like yeah. The fucking sky the just the noise of the crickets the you know just listening to someone's voice just listening to music and like really listening to it like yeah all those little things like i don't know it's it's strange but
1: yeah it's money itself like it's It's a cool motivating factor if you allow it to be cool, but it is at the point where it's just, you know, money talks bullshit walks. It's like trying to connect with other people and you're a musician, for example, like, you know, having most of these fucking conversations like hey what's up like what do you do like if you're getting to know the person and then it's just about like what y'all can do for each other rather than just that being a part of the conversation it's like i genuinely just want to see how you are as an individual rather than like oh like how can we benefit each other if Mm -hmm. we can you know
0: yeah and i think it's kind of interesting i was talking to one of my friends and i asked him like i don't know sometimes like especially people that i'm comfortable with and like I'll ask them, like, oh, what do you see yourself doing in the future? Like, I'll ask them, like, questions like that just to see, like, what they have to say. And I had my friend telling me, like, oh, yeah, I just want to, you know, make enough money to, like, you know, have that fuck you money. Like, kind of, like, you know, basically have enough money to just kind of fuck around, I guess, and, like, do all the things that, I guess, supposedly you want to do or, like, that you think you want to do. And then, but then I asked my friend, I'm, like, but, like, but what do you want, like, in the next 10 years? Because, like you know, saying that you want fuck you money or that you want enough money to then be able to relax and supposedly enjoy your life. Like you're not actually like what I was trying to tell my friend is like right now I'm fortunate to have the time so much time to where I've been able to have have this kind of moment of this period of enlightenment. Like I've been able to reflect on myself, have a lot of time to work out, have a lot of time to read and do my research. And I told and I've had a lot of time to like see friends and stuff. But I told my friend, I'm like, dude, like even if you had all the money in the world and you could actually do whatever you want at the end of the day, it comes down to like, you have to have a purpose. Like when you're in your life, like even if you had all the money in the world and you can go travel the world and you could eat all the food that you want. And like, this is a, like, you might enjoy that for like, maybe like a year, a couple years, but bro, like, I, like you're going to get tired of it. Yeah. Like, cause the only thing I feel in my opinion, from my experience, like you need, like, Like, people talk about, too, like, oh, I'm going to retire at the age of, like, 28, 30. I'm like, but what do you mean fucking retire? Like, you're here, like, as a human being, I think most of us want to be compassionate humans and, like, contribute, give back, and teach other people. I don't know that there's a, a happy, sustainable life when you're actually just fucking chilling and, like, just enjoying yourself. Like, I don't know, it goes down to the idea of, like, it's about how you make your money, not how much you make. Because you can make a shit ton, but if you if there's no, like, process of enjoyment behind it, like, you're not actually going to be happy. Yeah. So, it's, like... It's, for instance, like, let's just, for instance, like, you win the fucking lottery. Like, just you having all that money isn't necessarily going to make you have a happy life. Like, and it's obviously illustrated through famous people. Like, there's a lot of famous people who have fucking billions and millions of dollars. And guess what? They're still depressed as fuck. Yeah. You know, we see famous people die all the time. time. Like, and it's because, like, it... It just goes to show that human nature goes way beyond like like money and like all those things. Like, you know, of course, like money, it's like you need it to like to trade, right, to buy commodities, to trade commodities. But like things of that sort. But like ultimately, like it's the process. It's like the day to day. So that's why I want people like dig into yourself, like find out who you are, do that spiritual awareness and then you can make the money. And then if you happen to to be in a, in a market where you make a lot of money, then that's cool. But you don't bust your ass, bust your ass, bust your ass to then make a shit ton of money and then not know who the fuck you are. So then yeah. now you're, now you're <laughs> going
1: to...
0: Something that Gary Vee says is like, bro, like having money and if you're really fucking happy, like it just makes you fucking really, really fucking happy. But if you have a lot of money and you're not fucking happy, it makes you... It just accelerates that unhappy... It's like, if you don't know who the fuck you are, if you can't control your emotions, like, if, you know, like, we're just talking about judgment and all that. Like, if you're in a place where you can't even control your emotions and have, like, the mental stability for that, even if you got a bunch of money, you would eventually be depressed and sad anyways. So, it's just, like, you might as well invest into the process and, like, invest into yourself. And then if by by chance or if, if the endeavor that you have, it does involve a lot of money, then cool. There's nothing bad about having a lot of money. You know, there's a there's a lot of benefit that can come from a lot of money. But that's, I, in my opinion, I don't think that should be the focal point. I think explore who the fuck you are, and then everything else will come after that.
1: I agree with that. Uh, yeah, just, I, I ain't got nothing more else to say. <laughs> I got, yeah. All right,
0: brother. Uh, what time are we at? I don't know. I, what, what's your guess right now? How long have you been recording? Uh, just for a long ass
1: motherfucking time.
0: Shit. For the people listening, we got fireworks going on. Out here in Pomona, oof. Maybe you guys heard that. Oh God, we got a lot of fireworks going right now. We're, we're in the backyard for those who are listening. <laughs> Damn. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> yeah, that's for. Oh my yeah. God, there's more <laughs> fireworks coming.
1: Yeah, you knew I didn't have nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is
0: this is the finale, the end of the podcast. <laughs> we got fireworks going on. Hell yeah. Oh, Oh was- shit.
1: It's like yeah, Disneyland or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm all good. I agree with you, what you said. And yeah, money continues to be the focal point. Then we're really not going to basically address something like mental health because it's already like stigmatized as is and not recognized as something that should be a daily process mm-hmm. or at least do it like some something to really address yourself as an individual so you can be the best version of yourself on your journey through life.
0: Yeah. So I guess bottom line, like if you don't have a fucking routine where you're working on your mental and your physical health, then like start fucking thinking because I think everybody needs a routine. Like you said, it's, it's an endless process. So if you don't even have a routine where you're focusing on your mental and physical health, then right now, if you just heard that shit, like you're conscious of it. Start investing, start reading, watch YouTube videos, you know, keep watching positive content and catch yourself with, if you catch yourself with negative thoughts, which I think we all have some degree of it, mm-hmm. like learn to reflect, write that shit, talk about it, like mm-hmm. all that. So, all right guys, it's been such a pleasure. Um, again, thank you Xavier for coming on the podcast for the second time. Yep. I yep. Uh, really hope that the listeners got awareness with regard to, to just, you know the situation going on right now and xavier thank you so much for sharing your personal stories
1: yeah yeah no problem all i want to say is if you ever want to check me out more it's uh at xavier90 at uh, xzavier90 on instagram and yeah,
0: yeah check out xavier he's a he's a music artist i know we haven't mentioned that but xavier is a music artist And uh, yeah, he's a dude who's constantly grinding. He's always working on his physical, mental health. He was just telling me about, you know, that, you know, I asked him how he was doing and what he had been up to. And he pretty much told me like, yeah, I've just been on the grind, like working on my routine. And actually, I guess I know we're supposed to end this podcast, but what, what is your routine real quick?
1: my routine just
0: to, just to give a little perspective to the people like I know I just advocated for people to to work on these two things
1: well I would just say just going off of the mental health stuff yeah like just like affirmation mm-hmm. positive medita- affirmation meditation mm-hmm. really just this is what this is pretty much what it is I' think to myself everything i remember in regards to the skeletons and my, all my skeletons in my closet i go in that motherfucker and i say yo what's up guys how y'all niggas feeling today i hope y'all motherfuckers is all right because i don't like y'all but i gotta deal with y'all anyway so i get comfortable with that being in that closet chilling with them hearing the little stories oh xavier don't you remember when you did that fucked up shit damn that was some fucked up shit wasn't it yeah bro it really was thank you for fucking telling me (laughs) just dealing with that all the time to the point where it's just like you know what i did do that it's okay this is my story it could be a lot worse and at the end of the day as long as i'm able to address it and say yes i did that don't do it again and be my best friend regardless of the fact of me having all of this madness that i have to deal with on a daily basis it's gonna be okay then at the end of the day
0: guys that's how we're ending the podcast i hope you guys enjoy peace out and that is a wrap for this episode of the art of human podcast if you feel this episode was insightful or beneficial for you in any way please make sure to share it with those you feel may also benefit If you'd like to get sneak peek audio clips from the latest episode, behind the scenes footage for the podcast, or insightful content from your host Sapien, please follow at T-A-O-H experience on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Lastly, go out there, be your sexy self, and spread that peace, love, and positivity. Sincerely, your host Sapien. Until next time.